Hi, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and this podcast is my meta-analysis of Fasoracetam. And this molecule of Japanese origin is the used panties vending machine of racetams. In that, I'm not desperate enough to spend my money on it. From a 2012 paper from the research wing of the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, Dr. H's talk highlighted his work with Fasoracetam, a drug that was originally developed by the Japanese pharmaceutical company Nippon Shinoku to treat Alzheimer's disease, but after being put through clinical trials was shelved for efficacy reasons. Dr. H and his team are currently investigating whether Fasoracetam could be used to treat ADHD, a project he called a representation of what genomics is offering. Likewise, Fasoracetam has already been shown to ameliorate cognitive impairment and hyperactivity in animal models. Dr. H noted, and if all goes well, he and his team hope to launch a product by the end of 2016, that Fasoracetam has already been through a battery of trials, 28 in all, allows for a truncated drug development timeline and using genomics to determine new indications for available products can help speed therapies to market." Unquote. So the evidence for Fasoracetam is scant. There are 10 research items on PubMed for Fasoracetam. Of these, only a single one is the kind of human study that I like to see validating the smart drugs I use. And it describes it as a novel agent for cerebrovascular disease. This Japanese study notably demonstrated no significant nootropic or cognition-enhancing effect. It used a statistically significant sample size of 14 or I'm sorry, a statistically insignificant sample size of 14 men. The only value I see in this study is that it increases, the only value I see in this study is that it decreases the risk profile of this drug from a research chemical that's irresponsible for lay people to consume to a research chemical of unproven benefit that is not worth spending money on. A 1999 study by Nippon Shinuku Co. Research Laboratories called it a novel cognition enhancer, but did not have any evidence of benefit. On mechanism of action, Fasoracetam works on three mechanisms, cholinergic, GABA, and glutamate. Another study by Nippon Shinuku identified its effect on the choline system and GABA receptors. NS-105 showed anti-amnesiastic actions in a variety of animal models of cholinergic dysfunction employed in the study. Furthermore, the effects of NS-105 on in vivo release of acetylcholine in the cerebral cortex high-affinity choline 
uptake of the cerebral cortex in rats. NS105 showed the increase of ACH release from the cerebral cortex and the enhancement of HACU both in the cerebral cortex and hippocampus. NS105 also reversed memory disruption induced by baclofen, a potent GABA-B receptor agonist, but all of the reference drugs did not. These results suggest that anti-amnesiastic action of NS105 is due to the facilitation of cholinergic neuronal activity and the suppression of GABA-B receptor-mediated responses. From a 2000 Japanese paper, these findings suggest the inhibitory actions of NS105 on adenylyl cyclase activity is mediated through group 1 and group 3 receptor subclasses while the facilitatory action is dependent on group 1 receptor subclasses on ADHD. The research objective of Fasoracetam was to treat ADHD. Stinkmonger on longevity has a pretty good hypothesis for its mechanism. A lot of ADHD is attributed to high levels of CAMP, well, the PFC-based symptoms, that is, inability to control emotions, impressions, focusing, etc., are at least partially attributed to CAMP. When dopamine hits the D receptors in the brain, they're supposed to activate and lower CAMP, at least the D4 and D2 receptors are. But because of repeats in the genes, they don't decrease CAMP sufficiently. The result is complete signal noise. It's like trying to tune a channel on the radio, but there's too much static. You need something to cancel out the interference. Boy, that's, that's certainly how I felt when I was younger and really struggled with ADHD. In theory, fasoracetam could normalize camp levels and produce better focus without the side effects of either stimulants or alpha-2 agonists like Intuniv. Biohacker review. I used fasoracetam for about a month and was pretty underwhelmed by it. I would typically use a dosage of 20 milligrams. There is a bit of a focusing effect similar to other racetams, but it's pretty short-lived. It's like three to four hours. I didn't find it energizing like paracetam. I did get aroused on it and had a normal orgasm while on it, so no negative effect on libido here. Since I've enjoyed Fenibut for quite a while, I had hoped that Fasoracetam might be the best of both worlds, the cognitive edge of Aracetam with the pro-social effects of a Gobergic. Disappointingly, it didn't have any noticeable effect on my verbal skills or ability to socialize, approach anxiety, social anxiety, none of that. 
I had two experiences that were a little odd while on it. One evening while doing my meditation, I found myself very short of breath despite belly breathing in the proper Taoist method. I decided to continue my meditation standing up and then I had an urge to shake my body. So I shook my body for several minutes in a bit of a jerky jig that would not look so out of place in some discos. One day, Also, second episode, I upped the dosage to 30 milligrams, which didn't have a notable nootropic effect. However, I got a therapeutic massage and I had a really tough time totally relaxing my body during the massage. I get massages frequently and usually I'm able to properly relax all my muscles during them so the masseuse can really work out the knots. And I I really kind of had a a weird issue doing that. This, this one time and my massage therapist, she kind of made fun of me over it. I can't blame these reactions on the facerocetam itself, but as a biohacker that self-monitors closely, they were noteworthy. On motivation, from Telite on longevity, experiencing greatly increased motivation, no real increase in cognitive performance, mental rotations, working memory, perceptual speed, but the motivation is really helping get things done. I am still experiencing a great deal of motivation even as I type this post now. I'm not experiencing any fatigue whatsoever and am ready for the challenges of the day. Having taken it for about a week, I also notice some kind of long-term procognitive effect. I have been very productive and successful academically this week. Even though I took a day break, I still feel much, very much above baseline, especially in the motivation department. On dosage, the Japanese study used a dosage of 100 milligrams daily. However, most of the self-experimenters were starting with a dosage of like 10 to 20 milligrams daily. So keep your your dosage quite low on it. And I'm going to recommend that you, if you are interested, surf on over to the page on Limitless Mindset for Fasoracetam, and I will have a updated dosage guide there because sometimes I will encounter new information after I put out these podcasts and I keep that updated on my websites. As far as sources, IntelliMed sells it in 10 milligram tablets for about 26 pounds and Nootropics EU in Europe sells it powdered two grams for 30 euros. So I guess you get a, quite the quite the break if you go if you go powdered if you want to do that related rant. So facerocetam is another example of an irresponsible misrepresentation online of drugs that lay consumers really shouldn't be using it. One of the first results on Google for facerocetam is the content farm nutriment.com. And their article enthusiastically recommends it for everything from intelligence to anxiety and irresponsibly fails to mention the numerous undesirable side effects reported. It also fails to make a clear distinction between 
this very dubious research chemical and cognitive enhancers that are proved by a meaningful preponderance of human double-blind placebo-controlled studies. While the internet can inform us of very helpful drugs like paracetam, it also informs the masses about drugs like fasoracetam that really don't belong outside of a laboratory. Nutriment concludes, although it is very young, Fasoracetam will likely become a beloved member of many nootropic stacks. And God, I hope not. I can't come up with any benefit of taking this risky drug that isn't offered by a much safer drug. So, shame on you. Nutriment. Moving on. Side effects. Notably, what, what, what people are going to worry about more than anything else is its effect on orgasm. At least a couple of users agreed that it had an undesirable effect on libido and orgasm. On reduction of orgasm. I'm not sure at which doses the negative effects on orgasm began since during my FASO trial I didn't have any orgasms. I was more interested in the academic work I was doing and completely didn't realize that I wasn't masturbating at all during the three weeks when I did. I noticed the strange feeling of ejaculating, but not really experiencing an orgasm. Perhaps he should check out my course on tantric self-cultivation, and he'll become a bit more mindful of these things. Anyways, getting back to the <laughs> what the guy's talking about. Looking back, I would say that it also decreased my sex drive, but this is actually a bonus for me since it allows me more time and better focus to do more work. So he's saying that it kind of works like, 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 like a modern-day racetam saltpeter for him. Another longevity biohacker uh, concurred with this, agreed with this. To start things off, I can definitely attest to the fact that FASO reduces the intensity of an orgasm dramatically, but it also has its upsides like increased motivation and a clearer, more focused mind. The good news is that this seems to be uh, totally episodic and that orgasms are back to normal after just a couple of days of going af off of FASO racetam. And like I said, I did my own FASO racetam trial and I did not notice this effect, but enough people have, that I'm compelled to share it with you. Next side effect, anxiety. At least a couple of users have reported undesirable anxiety. I tried Fasoracetam two times now and am not a fan. On both attempts, 5 and 10 milligram respectively, I felt moderately spaced out. I have also experienced some anxiety. Next side effect drowsiness. Reports of a sedative effect are also common. The first wave of effect came on me within 10 minutes of popping it under my tongue. I was overcame with a pleasant drowsiness and I slumped forward in my chair with my eyes closed for several minutes. Then I came out of my stupor and felt a sense of well-being and a clean effect that others have mentioned. Several minutes later, I became very drowsy again, almost like I had been drugged with a knockout 
type of drug. As I said with this one, I did a trial myself, but it was relatively, relatively short trial, and Nootropics EU did send me some of their powdered stuff, and as a educator of some repute on the racetams on the internet, you know, as as underwhelmed and as unimpressed and as unimpressionable of a uh, of a impression that Facetam left on me, I think I'll go ahead and try the powdered stuff, and then I will put out maybe another review on the Limitless Mindset channel. Do like a video blog, and then I will really be able to say that I am just completely unimpressed by this stuff. Anyways, I'm Jonathan with Limitless Mindset. Look forward to a continued conversation with you. Legal notices. If you or someone you know developed or created a concept, piece of content, or idea shared on this show, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com so we can mention them in the show notes or provide a backlink. We want to give credit where credit is due. As a listener to the Limitless Mindset podcast, we hope you have and practice common sense. However, since some of the content covered in this show deals with subjects of a health, legal, or business nature, this show is for entertainment purposes. If you need recommendations of doctors, nutritionists, or attorneys to consult before making decisions that may have health or legal repercussions, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com.